0: Hey, this is Heroes and I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And this is our podcast. We talk about comics, movies, TV shows, and kind of needing a hug after watching Infinity War. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it.
1: For this episode, we are talking about Heroes and Avengers of Infinity War. Welcome to Heroes and. Thanks for hanging out with us. Like Cody said, and how we said earlier, we are talking about Avengers Infinity War. So let's just go ahead and say spoiler alert. Okay. So please, if you haven't seen the movie, what are you waiting for? Go see it and then come back and check out the episode. So let's just dive right into it. Let's not waste any time. No trivia. No, what's up? <laughs> no, no games. No games. None of that. All right. So, CP. You saw it, I saw it, we saw it twice, our second viewing we saw together, you know, as professionals. Yes.
0: And what did you think about the movie? I very much enjoyed it. I was, um, and I was kind of telling you this, but with the last few, um, and even my initial watch of Spider-Man Homecoming, which is one of my top five of all of them. That's right. Um. With, with that one, with Thor Ragnarok, uh, with Black Panther, uh, Doctor Strange even to some degree, uh, I felt like we were to the point where Marvel knew all the buttons to push Yep, and knew what strings to pull. And so it was just like, to some degree, it was too easy for them <laughs> to, <laughs> just to make these, you know what I mean? And it was like, oh, of course I'm going to like it, you know? Um, and so I was starting to wonder if just the payoff was going to be there, yeah. uh, with infinity war. Cause yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. we've been watching these since it's like, since I was in high school. You uh-huh. know? And so, um, but that being said, I, I totally think that it was, um, I, I heard it described as just like this, this is all like everything's moving, you know, the whole, yeah. the whole movie. And, and I think that's true. And I think to not, if they had not done that, um, it would have felt like too much of a setup for in, and that really all we wanted was part two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I like that immediately we jump in and Thanos already has one Infinity Stone and he's about to take another one. And yeah. so um, I appreciated that. I really loved that um, this was very much Thanos' movie mm-hmm. and it was... Um, kind of the the only person that really got any kind of development of their character was him you know it was mm-hmm. his moment to shine and so um, we already know all of our other characters pretty well we've seen a lot of them uh, either in their own solo movies or in multiple movies like Black Widow where we've yeah. had plenty of time to get to know them and so um, we I feel like as viewers are very much in the seat of Bruce Banner in this movie where um, we see oh yeah he's here and we're trying (laughs) trying to warn our friends and (laughs) you know warn the rest of the universe yeah that he's coming um and maybe seeming a little bit crazy as we're doing that but uh i really liked it uh andy what did you think of infinity war
1: you know i i really enjoyed it i believe it did live to the hype i was a little concerned uh going into it the same reasons that you were concerned but uh, just not knowing if they were going to be able to really pull this off and how it was going to end. I was probably more concerned about the ending. I was concerned about how they were going to wrap this movie up. Yeah. And I think that they did just an excellent job with ending it the way they did and not being afraid of it and going down this road now, and which leads to uh, hopefully, you know, uh, Better movies like not that this was bad, but just continuing the trend of you know these great superhero yeah. movies. And so, um, you know, that like, like in comics, to, you know, again, spoiler alert, but like the good guys don't always win, you know, there's mm-hmm. always uh, there are those moments in comic books, uh, you know, comic book history and those events where the the heroes do lose they they lose a lot they lose love you know loved ones and so um that was certainly the case for this movie you're right it was a thanos movie so you know definitely the main star you still spent a lot of time with our heroes and you know with the with the group which is fine and you needed it for sure but uh the 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 centralized character in my opinion was thanos and rightly so and i think because of how much time they spent on thanos his uh, a little bit of his backstory, his, his, what drives him. It gives him maybe the title of the best MCU movie of we understand where he is coming from, uh, mm-hmm. why he is doing, what he's doing, his his reasoning for it. And so again, like any classic villain, they think that they're in the right. Right, you know, they they really do believe with everything they have in them that they're doing what's best for themselves or for the world or for the city, whatever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's re- and so that's really Thanos's point of view. I'm doing what's needed, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's not enough, you know, mouths to feed, and there's limited resources, and so let's just wipe out half of them, yeah. and then that way the remaining half, they can live their they life. Can thrive, yeah. yeah, they can thrive, and they you know everyone's everyone, everyone everyone's doing. A okay, and so we get his reasoning, and again, he just makes for such a, an incredible villain. His look was great, his voice was great, like the the voice acting, the like everything was great for this for his uh, this character, and the CGI was amazing. And I mean, again, Thanos was just man, he was a, a villain that you just didn't want to mess with, and you know how I said I, I thought that the Hulk or Thor were gonna die. And I said, I think one of them needs to die to show how powerful and mighty Thanos is. And granted, they stayed alive. But what I thought was interesting was at the beginning of the movie, those were the two characters that got beat up by Thanos to then warn the other superheroes of how Uh, powerful he was. And so it kind of still worked to some degree. Like the Hulk, he was scared to death. Like literally, we don't see him. Like as the Hulk for the whole rest of the movie after he right. gets his butt whooped, you know, and Thor, like he is left floating in space for dead, basically, like after his yeah. encounter with with Thanos. And so um, he came in strong. The Black Order was great, like a great supporting cast of villains, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it was just great. Again, I really enjoyed it. I thought it paid off. I thought the payoff was there to see these characters come together was. Great. Now, granted, you know, now we needed, we never got like a moment where like everyone was together, but it was still really cool to see at least like two mini teams, you know, come together. And so, um, that was really good, man. I really enjoyed it. Again, I liked it. I think you liked it, but I don't know if I can put it like in my top five. Like, yeah, like, or rank it as one of my favorites, right? Because I don't like what it did to me emotionally. <laughs> like, I love it for a movie, sure, yes, the story and all that stuff. But, but emotionally, man, I was wrecked, dude. Oh. And I'll just say it, like, listeners, you can be laughing right now, making fun of me. That's fine. But, dude, I'll just, I'll just admit it. I'll come clean. It's, it's, it's.
0: Tr- I'm just gonna read some of our text message conversations from. <laughs>
1: From, Wait, hold on. Me, night. Yes, I'll conclude and say I <laughs> cried twice. So I, I'll just say that. So then, Cody, you can go to the text thread that you and yeah, me exchange.
0: So you you asked if I was still in the theater, um, and then you said that you cried twice. <laughs> yes, and you said, "Man, forget those directors."
1: <laughs> I did, and I,
0: I really did. And we had talked about like this is just a, some insight into just how excited we were for this movie. But there was yeah. a point on wednesday where you just called me out of the blue yeah and we're like bro what if this happened what yeah. if this is how the movie opens?" yeah yeah i'm yeah. Um, talking about if it opened um with tombstones and like all of our a lot of our characters had a funeral but not knowing who it was yeah uh that died but um so i said not enough tombstones in the world yep and you said not uh you said not even close like like i still feel something in my chest and this is after you've been out of the movie for 40 <laughs> minutes or so um, you said one insult and I'll probably fall apart.
1: <laughs> I really was in a delicate condition, dude, that if someone even looked at me with a you know, with the wrong and angry face, I would have taken it personal and I would have been crying. I would have shut down. Dude, but I was a wreck. So like this movie did a great job with with really playing, not playing, but like just playing up the importance of everything. Yeah. And a big thing was the death of a lot of our heroes. And mm-hmm. so uh, because of that, yeah, I was, I cried twice at one point. Okay. So that scene where Thanos is fighting Iron Man one-on-one and then, you know, they're on Titan and, you know, Iron Man does all these amazing things to just for a drop of blood, like he says. Right. And then mm-hmm. Thanos comes back and he's swinging and little by little, Tony Stark's like his armor is like coming you know, taking damage and coming off. And then, like, that whole time, I'm whispering to my... I'm covering my mouth, and I'm telling myself, please don't die, 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 please don't die. Please don't die, please don't die. <laughs> like, in the middle of the theater, dude. And so, of course, he gets stabbed, and I think, oh, my gosh, he's he's dead. Like, I didn't... It took me a second to realize that that wasn't the final blow. Like, it didn't... It, it took me... Like, I thought that was it. Yeah. But then he realized that he he didn't die. But, dude, even then, when he got stabbed... And then Thanos is talking to him like they'll remember you or whatever mm-hmm. dude tears rolling down my oh, face me too. Um, down my face um was that probably the biggest gut punch emotionally that it hit like that it hit you with because I think I got one it, I think I was hit even more like even harder on another one but um, I wanted to kick it to
0: you first that one there was that one was definitely one of the tough ones I think yeah. probably the toughest one. Um, was when Peter Parker dies. Yeah, um, and he disappears, and as he just uh, clutches to Tony, um, and he's saying, "I don't want to go. I don't want to die." You he's know? like,
1: "I'm scared." You know? Um, yeah, yeah.
0: That one sucked. The one, the, the first one. <laughs> That's your right. The, that one sucked. That one got me both times that we saw the movie. Yeah, same um, here. Same here. I think the t- one with Tony, it was okay because. We knew that he made it out, but, yeah. you know, by the second time. But um the other one that was tough was as Peter Quill, as Star-Lord, is about to have to shoot Gamora. Um, yeah. And just thinking, like, you know, trying. Look, like, even if you're just doing that to a friend, but doing that to someone that you love. You like know? weighing it out. Right. And, mm-hmm. like, like, pushing yourself to pull the trigger. And, like, so you're taking yourself to that point emotionally. And then it doesn't like you know thanos has already accepted what if you actually do it you know and he just makes your gun turn into bubbles and so um <laughs> but yeah that those those three were the ones that were like pff, messed up messed that was up. that was hard the one
1: that got like, now the uh, the movie theater that i was in very interactive they clapped like three or four different times during the movie they got hyped a couple people were shouting when when Tony Stark got stabbed when Iron Man got stabbed by Thanos and I'm over here telling myself don't die don't die don't die mm-hmm. there was a a lady like in my row a few seats down that said just said clear as day shut up like <laughs> like so loud dude it was great but the one that got the, the, the our, our audience the hardest was when they started dis- disappearing and the first one that we see is winter soldier is bucky and i swear to you dude there was a lady <laughs> towards the front of the theater that when he disappeared she like screamed. So I, I can't even say it because i don't want to hurt you if you're listening to headphones like with headphones but she screamed um she screamed no right she screamed no and then continued with just sobbing but i'm talking like loud like ugly cry i can imagine Mm -hmm. to the point that she was crying and it was kind of loud that i would imagine the her noise the volume you know was reduced because i imagine she turned into the person that she was with like Mm -hmm. (laughs) to like hold her her as she was crying dude it was it was tough and so again this movie hit on a very like emotional level especially Mm -hmm. if you're a comic book fan especially if you have been attached to these characters you've you've been with them since the beginning of the mcu again have read comics right like these are your these are your people and so Mm -hmm. you're gonna definitely (laughs) you're gonna walk out a hot mess um cp we both said that we liked the movie was there any part that you didn't like is there any part that you thought uh that was kind of weird, maybe the pacing, maybe uh lack of a character on screen,
0: anything like that. What, you know, any negative aspects of the movie? Um I think for me the only things that that were like eh, that I felt like were um how they kind of just used dialogue to dismiss a couple things. I feel like okay. And, uh the big the bigger one i think being uh how thanos already has the power stone yep um and how you know cuz we the movie starts and he already has that one yeah um and i think the reasoning that I, for that is just that he he got that that stone was in xandar you mm-hmm. know which the guardians literally you know several saved, several years ago yeah. fought so hard to save from ronin mm-hmm. um, and but they don't know that that Xandar has been decimated by Thanos. Like that yeah. just seemed a little like interesting to me, yeah. you know? Um, and, and it seemed like that surely they would have found out about that or heard about that. But uh, so that I felt like was a little bit, I get why they, you know, if you're trying to weigh all of the like, okay, like what stones does he have to get? Not answers. All of them. Yeah. Which one is it like, well, we just have to, we don't have screen time to tell all of the stories, you know? So yeah. I get why they did it. It was just a little like frustrating. I think. I think it, you know, it just anytime they do that, you know, it's going to get complained. The other thing um, is just where Ant Man and uh, and Hawkeye are. Yeah. Um, it makes sense with they have this huge roster of people, um, and those two, like, I mean, Ant Man literally isn't the biggest character, <laughs> but I they're not. They're did. not the biggest um, as far as you know, like who's who, who I guess makes sense for, you know, to be in this fight. Yeah. Um I definitely would have enjoyed to see Hawkeye and Paul Rudd is, you know, he crushes it as Ant-Man and so Yeah. Um I think I think they'll definitely be around for part, you know, for Avengers 4, uh, Infinity War Part 2, whatever we're calling it these days. Yeah. Um but it was just a little bit of a bummer that uh they weren't, you know, that they weren't in the movie. So Yeah uh which for, makes sense is why they weren't in any of the promo stuff it does make sense so. it does make sense now um i think for me the
1: part that kind of threw me off it's not a, like a big issue but it just kind of was odd to me was um how they used uh bruce banner and really the hulk in this movie uh-huh. that i they used him again this is super nitpicking and i get it but like it was just kind of weird that they used him as like comedy more than anything like like it was a it was a running gag every time he tried to hulk up or hulk out i guess Mm -hmm. but he couldn't do it like so either like it was funny in this movie but maybe they can explain it in another movie that maybe the the hulk was just like that much like afraid of thanos or like beat up or damaged by yeah. by Thanos to explain it like that, mm-hmm. which again gives Thanos more credit. But every time they showed him, it was it was it was a joke about it, you know. Or he was again like even when it's he a was a little bit of a gag, yeah, yeah. That he was in the Hulk Buster shoot, uh, suit, you know, like that. Again, he's in that because he can't be the Hulk, and so um just yeah, his his dialogue again. Not that these movies can't be funny because. That's what makes them great. Like, that's what raises the bar, I think, right. you know. And so, but it just kind of threw me off that the Hulk, maybe the sh- one of the strongest superheroes in the MCU, was used as a comic as a relief. Yeah, yeah, as a comic relief. That makes it's, sense. It just kind of threw me off. And I, again, I'm not even super like can it's it's not even like I'm, I'm a fan of the Hulk comics or that I'm like offended like it's not even that it's just it just kind of threw me off off guard a little bit um CP let's take a second just to uh share some of these one emoji reviews listeners thank you so much for for that we'll get back to our thoughts on the movie mm-hmm. uh, but before I forget um I had you guys on social media on instagram on my personal account but also the Uh, heroes and account to share your one emoji reviews we got some we got some good ones i got a i got a few Mm -hmm. now um i got one from uh mrs combs 913 just the shock the shock face like holding you know the cheeks wide eyes blue forehead Mm -hmm. i got that twice actually from another person um so that was pretty cool uh rock chalk 89 i got just the solid like okay okay like but i think it meant like it was good i don't think it was like that it was okay yeah i don't think it was like that that's how i'm interpreting it as well um our good friend uh ricky from uh coliseum of comics um on facebook he (laughs) it was so great because we were actually able to talk to him about it Mm -hmm. in person but he just thought the movie was okay which is perfectly fine like that's his opinion i love it you know and his one emoji review of it was just the like the the person just like putting their hands up okay like mm-hmm. you know and so he that was war- not
0: crazy about it
1: no he was not he he did not enjoy it and so uh but those were a lot of fun uh just seeing what you people you know what what the fans thought you know what our, the community thought you have any more
0: our good friend uh melissa ilkenhans yes she, did, she replied to my story uh, about the movie and said, uh, she said, one, my first thought is, man, DCEU really sucks.
1: <laughs> That's. Let's just move on. We get it, Mel. We <laughs> get true. it. It's get true. It's true, though. It. She's, not, it.
0: she's not wrong. Okay, we get um, it. She said, two, this is our generation's empire strikes back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the scale, the scope, 19 movies worth, the humor, the time spent with all the characters we love, the action, the payoff, and the gut punch in the last five minutes of the movie. Yep. I'm in awe of this movie. Yep, and I totally agree. I mean, with, with I mean, obviously, you know how I feel about the DCEU, um, but um, everyone, <laughs> every, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Um, but like, something like you know, like just the theater, like you were talking about, but just the theater experience of this movie was something that I don't think I've experienced since Avengers One. Yeah, um, of how everyone. Cheered together but then immediately was quiet again because they didn't want to you know, they didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. Um everyone laughed together, mourned together, yep. you know. Um the credits are rolling and everyone's just sitting there in silence, nobody's talking. Yeah. Um, not even because we didn't want to talk, but just because well, I mean, not even because there wasn't stuff to talk about, but just because we were all so we could emotionally shaken. We couldn't talk. We couldn't talk. Yes. Um <laughs> but so yeah it was just a, just a great theater experience with this one um, Andy was there you know so there's like two different kind of or I guess three storylines that are taking place between what's going on on earth um, what's going on with rocket and uh, Thor yeah and Groot and then um, what's going on on Titan was there one of those that stood out to you I think I, I don't know if there was one that stood out to me but
1: I guess I guess it's it's it answers that question. The one that was I was most interested in, mm-hmm. especially even the second time watching it, was Titan. Like what was happening with Spider Man, Tony Stark, yeah. um, Doctor Strange, and then uh, you know Star Lord and some of the other mm-hmm. Guardians. That to me, I was a little bit more interested in that, and I think it's because it uh, Doctor Strange and Iron Man, like they're like they were really entertaining and like that mm-hmm. new friendship or that new relationship I guess is a better word yeah was really appealing to me and so I was I was really interested in that and again not not that one stood I don't know that that one to me I guess yes that one was the one that I was more interested in but then mm-hmm. every time they cut to the other like another group or another storyline mm-hmm. either back at earth or wakanda or with thor and rocket it was just as enjoyable like mm-hmm. i never thought like oh man like these guys like let's go back to
0: titan like i never necessarily
1: yeah. thought that yeah uh how about you was there one that that you were more interested
0: in or thought you enjoyed maybe more than the others uh, i agree with you i think the interesting thing there with with tony and uh and Doctor Strange's relationship is just like we've seen how close Tony and Banner are. Yeah. And and in theory, Doctor Strange and Tony are both scientists, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so on paper it seems like they would get along more, I guess, than than what they do. And so just seeing their interaction and their banter I think was fun. But also that's just something that's great about the whole movie of seeing all these characters that would never normally meet, yeah. Interacting, you know. Uh, and being thrown into the mix, I did. I was confused as to why, when they were on the ship, and you might know this, um, but like know the answer to this. But once, uh, once they defeated Maw on his ship, and they were just traveling towards Titan, uh, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, and uh, and Spider Man. Why wasn't Doctor Strange able to just open a portal back to Earth? Um. Is there a limit to his like?
1: I don't necessarily. I mean, you know what? I don't think so. I guess on paper there shouldn't be like in that regard. There should not have been a limit to it, but um, I I think the plan to go to tight end to be a little to think offensively versus defensively, no,
0: right? I, but I, like I,
1: because that, that that opportunity is really just in a quick two minute conversation because Doctor Strange says to Tony Stark, you can't you can take us home, right? Yeah, like, like he's Tony, asking him to turn this yeah, around. Yeah, you can turn this around and you can take us back home. But then that's when Tony Stark introduces the idea of maybe it'll be better to just not do that and be to and stop them and find him. Yeah. And so I don't think I think like if Doctor Strange really wanted to, he probably could have, but I think he agreed that that, that was a better plan or not okay. a bad plan, that I makes think. Sense. Um but I did uh, talking about Doctor Strange and, and Iron Man, there are a couple of things that I think is important to point out. One, Iron Man and Tony Stark, excuse me, Iron Man and Captain America, they never meet up in this movie, man. Mm-hmm. And so like, and there's still that weird tension there. Maybe not in the next Avengers because it's like, it because everyone realizes, oh my gosh, Thanos just killed half of the world but there's still there's still that awkwardness right so we didn't we don't see any resolution and any resolution there to that storyline we did get to see a little bit of bruce banner and natasha you know black widow uh and the hulk kind of interact a little bit here and so i don't know if there's anything to make of that but it was a little sweet like to me that they were you know, that they communicate, that they talk to each other. So mm-hmm. that was kind of interesting to me. Um, and then also the other thing that I think is important to, to point out is Doctor Strange, very important scene. He's looking, he's using the time stone and he's looking at all the possible outcomes and, and alternate futures. He said there's only one way that we win. And so, which leads me to believe that, this is the only way
0: that, that what the, takes place, that is. what
1: follows by the end of the movie is the only way that mm-hmm. they win. Um, which is crazy to me. Like, I, I, I didn't catch that the first time. Like, I think I was so emotionally broken that I wasn't able to think about it clearly. But that second time, I was like, it dawned like, okay, there is something here that can mm-hmm. be undone or can. We we still have a chance. Like I think Doctor Strange knew what he was doing right. when he and gave he's letting
0: Tony know that.
1: Yeah, when he gave Thanos the Time Stone, he knew that this was the only way it was going to work out. And so I thought that was um, I thought that was interesting. So CP, let's talk about the ending. Right, it's a big deal. Half of our heroes are dead. Uh, important to note, and this was something that you and me talked about. Um, there are some theories out there already on the internet. Um, you and I have talked about it already, so let's just kind of put those out to the table. Um, when when you look at this movie, a lot of our heroes have died. But right. Cody, you think, and a lot of people online think that there are two different ways of seeing it. People who died before Thanos snapped his fingers, and then everyone that died after that moment. Mm-hmm. So our heroes, and yeah, I guess our heroes that died before he snapped include uh, Loki, Loki. Gamora, mm-hmm. uh, Vision, if you count, and then uh, the guy from Thor, Heimdall. Yeah, his best Thor's best friend, right? So we have four people who died before he snapped his fingers, and then you have a huge <laughs> list of heroes that died yeah. after his, you know, after he snapped his fingers. So you got black panther in there
0: basically if they came in in the last four movies
1: (laughs) for the the most part so you have black panther you have all the guardians except for rocket right uh you have spider-man you have doctor strange you have bucky um you have falcon in there that disappeared uh nick fury maria hill gone Uh, i'm trying to think if there's anyone that any other uh, scarlet no scarlet witch is still she's still no
0: scarlet she she disappeared she disappeared yeah she's over Uh,
1: she she's done she's turned to dust so now the theories out there and cody you and i were talking about this um that those people that died after the snap after thanos snaps his fingers um you think that there's a possibility they'll come back in the future
0: Well, so there's some that we that you know it's guaranteed, yeah. um, Which I guess ultimately that's really just Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, Spider-Man. We assume Black Panther. Yep. But and then we would
1: assume the the Guardians. Right. Because it
0: but, at least and, some of the Guardians. Yeah.
1: And the only the only reason why we have those assumptions is because of what Marvel has to some degree already announced. Right. Of yeah, the sequels yeah. and right. stuff like I,
0: that. I, I think nothing's officially on the slate, mm-hmm. but James Gunn has talked up a bunch uh, for Guardians 3 as yeah. far as Adam Warlock and bringing him into the fold. Yeah. Um, and so he Guardians. We're obviously, like, I don't think Rocket's going anywhere. Yeah. And and Groot, I think, will definitely be back. Really, I'm of the opinion that everyone for the snap... Before. um, Isn't coming back. Okay. Um, Because, in my mind, for the Avengers to use... This maybe this is Back to the Future too much, like in my in my head. But for the Avengers to use the Infinity Gauntlet Mm -hmm. to change the past on that drastic of a scale, um, they would have to stop the events that have that that take place for the Infinity Gauntlet to exist in the first place. Okay, because they what they'd have to do is they'd have you know they'd have to bring Gamora back to life. So then Thanos never got the soul stone. Mm -hmm. So then he never came to earth to get vision stone, yeah, you know, and so on. And so that's why I I think that Gamora is done. Dead. um, Mm -hmm. And vision, same thing because it becomes a, you know, a time paradox. Yeah. Obviously they can, you know, explain that away for sure with two or three lines of dialogue. But, (laughs) um, but that's, so I am of the opinion that everyone before the snap, they're done, um, and that moving forward, you know, we all that's left is our kind of our original heroes, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so I think that there will be sacrifices made on their part to bring back the rest of the, the all those that passed away, in yeah, the, in the time. Now the
1: so you think the four that died before the snap are dead, and then somehow everyone that died after the snap. Uh, to some degree there's a possibility of bringing them back either yeah. with the time gem or something with the gauntlet now now it's interesting because the second time i saw the movie i noticed after he snapped his fingers the gauntlet was like was pretty messed destroyed, up yeah. it was like it wasn't destroyed but it was like you can tell it was beat up like it was like melted to some degree like it almost like if it was like um just like a hot piece of like uh just like a metal almost. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. You could just check it out next time you see it. Right. You can no, see I, it's, yeah, it's damaged well. and stuff like that. And so um, I don't know like if it somehow that means it can be used again, or if you need a new gauntlet uh to put the st- The stones look fine. Like the stones, you can still see all of them all shiny in their colors and stuff. But the actual gauntlet itself, it looks damaged. And so it made me think, okay, like they're like the our heroes are gonna have to do so much more to get like to be able to use the power, the powers of the gems, like of the stones that much more. Yeah. And so it's going to be even harder for our heroes to conquer this and like undo it and all that stuff, uh, which would make for a good another good, like great movie because like the mm-hmm. challenge is that much higher.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I thought I saw that the second time. Um. So, yeah. So I think like. I don't know how they do it, but. I, you know. There's definitely a huge a huge mountain that these our heroes are gonna have to climb mm-hmm. um, to undo this or to bring everyone back or how, you know restore order. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was just interesting to, for me that I caught the second time around. Of course, we know like everyone could like wrap it up and say not wrap it up excuse me everyone can just kind of brush it off and say well of course the heroes will come back like of course like come on like they're not gonna
0: like they can't really end it this they way. can't
1: really really end it like this or they can't leave all these characters dead or whatever you know and so of course like that you're right but i'm trying not to see it like I'm trying to get the most out of the the like these movies, like of enjoyment, and mm-hmm. like that to me, like using reasoning to just know those things, like oh, this is all kind of is going to be undone or like go back to normal, yeah. like that. But you, that you don't know that, <laughs> like, it ta- and it takes away from the experience, like it takes right. away from the like how how powerful of a movie this this really is, you mm-hmm. know. And so I don't think that um, I don't think that like that's fair. So knowing that, like just taking the movie as it is, our heroes have a lot in store for them, including Captain Marvel. Which, if you guys waited after the credits, that was the after-credit scene where you know Nick Fury and Maria Hill they're driving. All the stuff is happening; people are starting to disappear, uh, including Maria Hill. And then you see Nick Fury; he reaches in the back of the you know he reaches for uh, in the backseat of the car. He grabs like a some kind of pager, (laughs) you know. Mm And uh, he pages a message out, he disappears, and then we see the pager fall on the ground, and it shows up that a message is sent, and then a logo appears, which is the Captain Marvel logo. Now, um, CP, are you excited about Captain Marvel? Because that comes out uh, next year. It comes out March 8th of 2019, and then what's crazy to me is that two months later, May 3rd, Avengers four comes out, so they may
0: move that. They, I guess they did this. Yeah, (laughs)
1: that's true. Like we have, we only have a year, which is nuts to me. But like,
0: right, considering like ten years in the making.
1: Yeah, we only have one year to see the next one, the next movie. Now, okay, don't forget Ant Man and the Wasp comes out later this summer, so that's still coming out. Uh, But I think after that, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's just Ant Man and Wasp, and then Captain Captain Marvel, Marvel. and then Avengers. Yeah. So, what, what uh, are you excited for Captain Marvel? Do you think like you have any idea or any predictions on her role or uh,
0: Avengers Four thoughts, anything like that? I think my my I'm more interested, honestly, in Ant Man and the Wasp at this point. Okay, um, because we know that Captain Marvel takes place in the '90s, and so her solo movie, her yep. solo okay. movie, takes place in the '90s um, before. It obviously, before any of the events that take have taken place, we know Colson's going to be in it. Uh, Ronan, the Accuser, is going to be in it, and so what I'm interested to see more of is where Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place. Yeah. Um. As far as just during during this time, you know, is it right after Civil War, but before Infinity War? Is it happening at the same time as Infinity War? Uh, you know, where's it where's it, you know, in the middle of? And so uh with Captain Marvel though, I, I think I'm more interested just to see her in Avengers four mm-hmm. uh and see how she is with the rest of the team. And then moving ahead like beyond that, you know, what how is how is she involved in the MCU? Um there is a small part of me that wonder like is like, well why didn't why didn't uh why didn't Fury call her when Loki attacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that wasn't high enough stakes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. New York. You know. You
1: had this pager the whole time. Right. Like, You've just yeah, been yeah. sitting
0: on this the whole time uh- <laughs> playing on the Avengers. But uh-huh. uh, what about you, Andy? Uh, you know what? Uh, Kevin Feige
1: has, has said that uh, Captain Marvel is going to be like the most powerful hero that we have seen in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense like that she's next to come out because it's going to take someone extremely powerful. Uh, To help defeat Thanos. Uh, But like, honestly, there was a part of me that was a little, I was a little mad. Again, that first viewing, man, like emotionally, I was, I was done for, right? So Mm -hmm. I was hurt, I was sad, and I was mad. Like, I was mad that, like, that it ended the way it did. Like, I was like, you know, I was just super, like, it just hit me. Mm -hmm. So when that uh, post-credit scene came out, like, I could have cared less to be honest with you
0: about Captain Marvel about
1: Captain Marvel because <laughs> I I really did man I wanted some I wanted a a brighter ray of hope I guess is what I wanted
0: Captain and I, Marvel's not doesn't satisfy that for you No
1: because like it doesn't it just what it means is like that the next movie's coming out or like what it means is like she's going to be on the team next It doesn't really, like I already knew that Like, I already knew, like, her solo movie was coming out, and I already knew, yeah, she's probably going to be on the movie, like, the next Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. Like, why wouldn't she be? So you and didn't. So,
0: your your frustration is just that you didn't need them to confirm. Yeah. that she's coming because we already know that. Yeah, she's we already
1: coming. know she's coming. We already know she's going to be powerful. That she's going to be awesome. Her, her comics is like I've read a few of her comics and I really enjoy them. They were really, mm-hmm. they were really. I good. really enjoyed
0: Civil War Two. Uh, you know, which, yeah, she's she, at the center of.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, like, I very really, like I really like the character. It's not that I don't like the character, but I was I just wanted a brighter ray of hope. And to me, that that wasn't it, because I just already knew, like, she's already coming. I already knew that you could have given me anything else like you couldn't give me like even if it was something with Thanos, like I think I would have enjoyed that more. Um, something with the, you know, the Black Order, something with the, you know, the children of, of Thanos. Let's you, talk about
0: that. So do you think they're coming back?
1: Um, uh, Yes and no. I think I think some are clearly dead. Like I I don't know how you can explain someone getting get,
0: dragged into the force field.
1: Yeah, or like or like the exploding like on the Wakanda. Right, that's, uh, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that and then, um, you know, I think one is confirmed dead when you know they stab that uh, Black Widow stabs one of them,
0: or Vision and, stabs the one.
1: Oh, yeah. Vision stabs one. But then, uh, yeah, I, I think some of those are clearly dead. Yeah. Um, so I just think it's it maybe if they come back, they're just different people. But man, they were a lot of fun. Like the priest one was easily like, in my opinion, that the, the star of all of them, like mm-hmm. the one that would talk like a prophet. And he would say, like, how it's an honor to pay mm-hmm. a sacrifice and how even in death. Um, you are, you know, you will rejoice and all this stuff. And, yeah. Um, that guy was like, it was really entertaining to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, just as a bad guy. I think
0: if there's one that comes back, and we we heard this on another review, but um, that there's no body. He's the one that we don't see a body for. Yeah. Um, the
1: one, but again. He's in space, so you you can argue either way that he survives. That Leia we learn can just float;
0: she can just yeah fly in Maybe space. Maybe he's got the force. Maybe
1: yeah, it's the force. You know, uh, th- you brought up a good point too that you said Thor was floating in space, and he w- you know when the Guardians of the Galaxy when their ship arrives, he lands on the windshield, and he's still alive, and so right. um, it's still you know it's still the. Um, a possibility that yeah that he'll be back but you know that that whole supporting cast was great um it was a lot of fun they were pretty like they were challenging like and they made our heroes and scary scary and they made our heroes sweat and how they arrived at, always for the most part you know kind of shocked you and you know uh it was just it was good but the fighting scenes were f- so amazing in this movie mm-hmm. like Iron Man looked so sick. That new suit was incredible. Like, gosh, that new suit. And how
0: fast it's... that moment when he's fighting Thanos, uh-huh. like, you know, it's just the two of them. I feel like that's when you get the most like, oh, man, this suit is awesome. The suit was awesome. As he's like quickly changing from shield to like to one, make, one to, giant foot to like yeah. a foot that he can clamp into the ground over yeah. the gauntlet. Like,
1: Dude, it was amazing. Also, this one, I always forget how powerful Thor is. Mm-hmm. And I think the movies do a good job with like, maybe it's like the humor. But the movies also do a good job in like in each of his movies, like he has to overcome something, and right. so like there's still like, it's and there's not always a,
0: a villain that's like overpowered even compared to him. Yeah,
1: to some degree, like there's a reason why the villain is a challenge to Thor, right? So fair enough. So like even though he's super powerful, like he's still like it's not an easy like like there's still conflict in all of his movies but even in this one there was conflict he got his butt whooped by Thanos the first time but he said it he's never he Thanos has never fought me twice you know and so you're right you're right um but man after he makes that new weapon that new hammer um Stormbreaker golly dude he shows up the theater both times when he shows up in Wakanda with Groot and Rocket who his new armor his new his new uh hammer dude the Place went nuts in both Bro, theaters.
0: And I'm we were, really, and then Banner says, "Oh, you guys are so screwed now." Yeah. And like that's. that's I, I really think like we are Bruce Banner in this movie because that's why I think like that's we what knew. I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, oh crap, he's back. He's yeah. got a hammer. Yeah, um, dude, and I, we see that you know, wh- while obviously Thanos was able to snap his fingers. Yeah. Um, if he didn't have the Infinity Gauntlet, Thor would have beat him. Yeah, with the hammer, just like yeah. he said he would. You know. Yeah. So he
1: told them. I I told you. I promised. I told, I told like, you
0: you'd die for that.
1: Oh my gosh! You like I, he, I just thought Thanos
0: like, was re- like Thanos was dying,
1: and he was right. He should have gone for the head. But golly! But there was a moment there. I'm like, yeah, like get it, Thor. That's what. That's what's up. You know. And I was super hyped. Um. But dude, like there was just so uh, so many good moments that gave me chills that I really enjoyed. Uh, again, we could just keep on going on and on, but there are so many fun parts of this movie, too. So many parts. If you're a, a nerd like us, you're going to get the chills. Like, the chills were there. Like, when Captain America shows up in that train scene. <laughs> I,
0: I yelled out an audible, like, like very loud, like, <laughs> Like, like
1: <laughs> dude, it was
0: Everyone I, got excited I got when uh, when Red Skull shows up. Having him back, I thought, if this, like, credit to. I know that like it was the same writer um, uh-huh. of first Avenger. He kind of worked on this one as well, uh, the first Captain America movie. So like, if there was ever a time to bring him back, this was it. And I think it was a great fit.
1: Yeah, and um, like you and I talked,
0: we, we you you and I were talking like, what is he? Like, is he a prisoner? Is he alive? Yeah, is he just I, like, like a I ghost? was realizing with the second second viewing? I don't think like from the dialogue that happens there, I don't think he's actually dead. I don't Initially, think he's dead. I thought that he was like. He was like a Red Skull Death Eater. Uh Or not Red Skull Death Eater. Uh, Um, The Mentor? The Mentor. Nice. Harry Potter. I got that. Harry Potter. Your wife loves it. (laughs) Um, um, But like initially, that's kind of what I was thinking was. Uh But it seems like from the conversation that he had or what he talks about is that he. Because the whole thing with the Soul Stone is that you have to give up something that you love a
1: soul for a soul, a soul for
0: a soul. Yeah. yeah. Um, to get to acquire the soul stone. And yeah. so it seems like he's cursed, like, cause he talks about how he set out to get to find all the stones. Yeah. But he couldn't have known that what infinity stones were
1: no but he was he realized that there was something there and i think like in the in captain america right. the first adventure, yeah what i'm
0: he, saying i guess is i think that there's time in between well, yeah i don't think that he was tell that the tesseract dropped him there on voromir i think there's time in between where he's doing something he's trying to find them after he figures out what the tesseract was yeah and then he gets there and he's like well i don't I don't love anyone, so I can't give a soul for a soul, gotcha. and that's why he's trapped there.
1: I I took it as the second viewing; it kind of made things a little bit more clear for me. But I took it as I'm um, kind of like Jafar in Aladdin, that he got a Jafar in Aladdin. He became a genie, he got all this power, but he ended up being a prisoner, just because that's the, the rules of being a genie, right? And so he became a prisoner after. Chasing what he really wanted actually made him a prisoner of, of that actual thing, mm-hmm. and so I—that's how I interpret it. I didn't think he—I never actually thought he died even after watching Captain America: The First mm-hmm. adventure. I was a believer. Oh, I mean neither. Yeah, I always thought, oh, we'll see him back. Like we'll—he's off in another dimension doing something crazy, and he'll be back ten times crazier trying to stop Captain America. And so I just didn't never thought he died. So when he came up and when he came up in this movie, I thought. Again, after that second viewing, oh, somehow, I don't know, the, the just natural order, of something, I don't know, like the science, the gods that be, the god, I don't know, right? Made him a prisoner for trying to obtain all these things or like, to some degree, made him a prisoner. And now, so now he's overseeing the one soul, st- like w- overseeing this one stone. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's still very much alive. Um, I don't know if he can ever like leave that planet or leave, but maybe he can now that maybe the better question is now, what does he do now that
0: they he's one of the black order
1: now? He could be like, that's not like, I think the better, better, question, not how he got there, but I think the better question now is what is he, what, what does can he do now? That the yeah. Stone now is now that, yeah. What does the storyline for red skull? Where does it go now that he doesn't, he, he's not overseeing anything now. So maybe that's actually the better question. So we don't
0: see him again once. No, like after that, Gamora is tossed off.
1: Yeah, man. So like overall, it was a it was a great movie. There's so many things that we, so many scenes. Again, Avengers Four is going to be awesome. Whether or not our heroes are really dead, we Cody and I, we some of them probably are. Again,
0: uh, definitely some of them. My prediction is. Aside from those four, that are before the snap, those yeah. ones I think those ones are done. Yeah. Um, the ones after that, I think the next movie is where we see Cap or Tony die. Yeah. Um, die or reunite? Reunite and one of them die. Oh my god! At least one of them. Okay. Maybe okay. both of them. Oh but at my god! Okay. I know. I know. Um, Oof. Okay. And. I th- I think cuz from what Kevin Fe- Kevin Feige has talked about the Hulk and just that this being the second of a like three film storyline for him and so- and with the success of Thor Ragnarok it's hard for me to get that they like to justify them killing Thor off at this point. Yeah. Um because I feel like he would, you know, even if he honestly joined the the Guardians of the Galaxy like <laughs> It's hard for me to just see them just killing him off at this point. Yeah. Black Panther is safe; he's definitely coming back. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think this is this next one is where Tony or Cap uh, don't make it out. That'd be tough, man. That I I hope I hope that's not oh, the yeah. case. I'm gonna cry. Here's the
1: other thing. For just, sure. Just a couple other things, right? So very quickly, some notes I made. Just really, just shooting these things off.
0: Those uh, trailers.
1: The trailers. Don't ever believe a trailer yeah. ever again.
0: <laughs> don't ever but don't believe the trailers, but also I I think it's safe to say at this point with the Marvel movies, but it's okay to watch the trailers, is what I feel. Like, I don't know. I was trying That's to That's actually back. maybe
1: a good point too.
0: I think that I was trying to think back of with this movie, like the last time that something was spoiled for a movie? For a Marvel a, movie? For a Marvel movie. And I think the closest thing is that ego is Peter Quill's dad. I see what you're saying, but but to me, and uh, like that doesn't spoil much of the story no. for that movie because if you're if you're into these enough, you already know. Or James Gunn openly said that the second movie is going to deal with who Peter's dad is. Yeah. So the the twist in that movie is that Ego is a bad guy, which they didn't let that come out in the Correct. trailers. Yeah. So. I don't think that there's been anything that is spoiled yeah. in this movie. Because and like what you're what you're in your note you talk about is that Hulk the we saw multiple trailers and multiple things where Hulk was in that final battle in Wakanda. Yeah. He's running like even it's if you awesome look on running. AMC, it's if a, you look on AMC, yeah, he, that's like the cover. Yeah. Is him you like you see Cap and Widow and Black um, Panther and Black Panther yeah. and War Machines there. Yeah, Falcon is um, flying Falcon's in the background. Flying yeah. yeah. And you see Hulk very clearly in the background. But yeah. Hulk we never like you said we never see him. The other thing I realized from rewatching one of the trailers yesterday is in the in the movie when um yeah, you t- I think you told me that. when uh, when Ka- Tony and like when they're trying to make the plan And Starlo says, says, "Your plan sucks. sucks. Maybe I'll make a plan, and then it won't be it won't suck as bad. Yeah, yeah, maybe actually be good. Yeah. In that moment in the movie, you can see Doctor Strange very clearly in the background. Yeah, floating using the Time Stone. Yeah. Um, but that isn't in. He is not in the trailers in that moment. No, because I'm sure that people like. Obviously, we haven't seen a freeze frame of that, but you would probably be able to. Even you would just know that Doctor Strange is in that moment. Um, and I think that we from the trailers didn't even know that Doctor Strange was on that <laughs> yeah. planet. I yeah. think the only time we really see him in the trailers is on Earth when the Hulk when the Hulk lands when the Hulk lands, yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah, yeah. Um, when he's being poked by the needles oh, by, yeah, by yeah. Ma. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Like I know a lot of people that are like, don't watch trailers, it's gonna spoil the movies. I think that with the Marvel movies. It's safe. I think you're right, man. We proved they proved it with they're not going to show that Thor loses his eye. Yeah, this time they freaking had a Hulk rendered into a trailer just so they could lie. That whole running scene never happened, right? Like never, like so that whole
1: slow mo come the band coming together never happened. Never, never unless I, I,
0: I mean, I've seen a movie twice. I don't know how I missed it. It doesn't happen. Yeah. So like, And, and they talked about how like there were only like five or six people that knew how the movie actually ended gotcha like so to some degree like and i was realizing like and i mean granted i'm not in the few in this field and so if you're a visual effects person just don't judge me yeah but the the list of people that did character like like um cgi characters yeah, in yeah. this movie was like ridiculous yeah and so to me, some, at least some of those people had to be making stuff that was never planned to get in the movie. It just had to look good for half a second on a movie trailer. Which
1: is so crazy to me, man. Yeah, that whole scene. Yeah, the trailers definitely got us. And I think you're right. I'll, I'm one of those people that kind of stay away from trailers because I am worried that they're going to show too much. But with the Marvel movies, man, you make a, a good point that... Maybe they're the maybe they're the most like safe trailers to watch because they really they will change everything or not show you anything at mm-hmm. all. And like what you see in the trailer may not even change. Even up. all the
0: way back like you talked you've talked about before with uh the moment in the Winter Soldier trailer. Yep. Where uh Adrian or is it Pierce? I the think, the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah. he's talking you don't know he's the bad guy from yeah. the trailer, yeah. but he's saying you've changed the course of the last century, and I need you to do it one more time. Yeah, and it's implied that he is talking to Talk Cap. American. but in reality, in the movie, what happens is he's talking to uh, Winter Soldier. To Winter Soldier. Yeah, so man. Um, that's when that's my opinion. You can watch the movie. You can watch the Infinity War trailers, <laughs> and before you see the movie, it's not going to ruin it. Do that with Ant Man. Do that with Spider Man. Yeah. Whatever you know, but whatever comes comes down yeah. the pipeline, it's yeah. safe. I think it's other bold prediction: Ant Man turned to dust, and the Wasp is the is in eventually. Yeah, War.
1: I think you're. I think you're right. I think this the Ant Man Wasp movie. I just it makes sense in my head that it happens right before, and it kind of leads that like it. It happens right before, and then it, like this end of the movie is happening as the same time as the effects of this one happen. So that way, the, it ends. With some of them or one of them disappearing. disappearing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think that's, I think that's the only way it makes sense.
0: But, and not to confuse, I don't know.
1: I In my head, I think that's the way I would go. Yeah. So.
0: Def- if not, then that's definitely, I think that's post-credit something. Somehow they have to, I think, have it. I think the timelines a-
1: all have to line up. Like, right. I think all the movies have to all, okay, every movie is going to be affected now by Avengers 4. Right. So I think with the post credit right. or the end of it, yeah. Somehow Avengers, they're
0: tying they're they're putting have a to thread cap- through it to tie it back. That in.
1: They're going to have to come up with the current events of. With Avengers. the
0: exception, Captain Marvel may not have to do that. Maybe not. But there'll still be a post credit of her. It'll the the, the post credit will just be she sees a bunch of people disappear and then she picks up her pager and, and- it says, <laughs> and it has the shield logo. <laughs> black
1: Thanos will return it's so dumb (laughs) it's so dumb um
0: all right so that is our episode though for heroes and avengers infinity war we'd still love to hear how emotionally distraught you are uh from this movie you can find us on social media on twitter uh, and on instagram at heroes underscore and or on facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and And if you want to share more of
1: your thoughts on a longer platform, you can email us. Please, we love reading your emails. John Pinto? Yeah,
0: that's right. Talking to you.
1: Yeah, so you can email us, heroesandpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Again, of course, if you can share it with your nerdy friends or non-nerdy friends who just want to learn more about the MCU, share it with them too. Uh, That would be great. I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And And We're out.